the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything on your financial mind you want to talk about, we talk about it. Relief and remembrance. Take a look at the calendar, and we are once again remembering 9-11. Market participants in Florida are probably thinking, "Woo, that's nice relief today. And others across New York City and other states that uh, were hit by 9-11, whether directly or indirectly, still have that image burned in their head. I'm stunned it's been 16 years ago. Shows you how fast life moves because I remember the day as if it were 16 days ago. I was on air doing a nationwide radio show, and they basically said, you got to keep talking because we can't possibly put Ray Lucia on, on tape talking about buckets of money. We need to keep some sort of live show going. He might have been on vacation or just wasn't up to it. I don't know. So I talked for five hours that day, and I didn't really have a great news source. I had contacts out there, and I had someone on uh, within 10 to 15 minutes of the second tower getting hit. He said Osama bin Laden. And I'm not proud of that. I just I felt like I was doing my best to give good information. I am proud of the days that followed it when people were freaked out calling the show. And some people were like, I, I don't feel comfortable going out and taking my daughter shopping. I'm like, that's the best thing you could do. Because what are the odds that a, a mall in Sa- uh, Sacramento are going to get hit? Not great. Uh, but to go out and spend is part of a, a fight against terrorism. So, and to go out and you know, stay invested, part of a fight against terrorism. I know it sounds goofy to say. I know you're probably thinking, well, let's bomb them. But one of the best things you could do is, is live and have that freedom of life and show it. So this weekend, we got through it. Hurricane Irma. Uh, hit the Sunshine State with rain, wind, and storm. Uh, But it was stunning to behold, but it doesn't look like it's going to be an insurance disaster. I'm going to say that's good news. Um, It is what it is. Kim Jong-un kept his missiles in his ground. Uh, That added a little relief to the stock market. Uh, we keep thinking that at some point in time he's going to do something stupid like fire missiles aimed at Guam or near Guam. And uh, the U.S. would have to show some muscle and smack him around. And no one really wants that. Or maybe they do. I don't know. Benchmark 10-year treasury sits around 2.1%. Unbelievably low. I don't pound this as much as I used to or as much as I should. But the 10-year treasury under 3.5%. It's it's a flashing indicator to me. Buy stocks, buy stocks, buy stocks, buy stocks. Obviously, you'd want to come in and have some other angles on that as well. 
and that could be tied towards uh, inflation areas. But ten-year Treasury under under three and a half percent, it's buy stocks, buy stocks, buy stocks, buy stocks. Then when the ten-year Treasury is above four percent, it's like buy bonds, buy bonds, buy bonds, buy bonds. Again, if there's a couple things that I can teach you. You can write that one down. Another one would be, you know, I don't know. That, that's a good one to start with for today. So 10-year Treasury is kind of one of those indicators. Obviously, the first uh, Friday of every month with employment numbers are super important as well. So those are three things I could teach you. When to buy stocks, when to buy bonds, and that first jobs report. Super important if you're long in the market. So the S&P Insurance ETF, it's a spider. Ticker symbol is KIE. Um, you can short it when you think the market's going to get hit with hurricanes. You can go long it when it wasn't as bad as you thought. So uh, Dow Component Travelers, TRV, big insurance company, rallied 4% on Friday. It's 2.5% higher today. Elsewhere in the news, not today, but tomorrow, Apple is going to be in the news huge, huge, huge. We're going to get to see their, part of their new uh, Romanesque kind of building where... I don't think it has a vomitorium, but it might uh, because it's been under lock and key in secret. But tomorrow they're going to show off some of their new products for the, the fall and winter, as they tend to want to do in the first couple of weeks of September. So Apple is taking a command position today, and it begs the question, do you buy the rumor, sell the news? Because the news tomorrow will be, we have a watch coming out. We've got a phone coming out. We've got another phone coming out. We've got augmented reality. Um, so we're guessing the iPhone X, the iPhone 8, the iPhone 8 Plus. Um, it's going to be, you know, how many can we get after they hang up the phone or hang up the conference? Uh, how long do you have to wait to get said product? Um, we're going to be talking about that in the coming days. But the 4K Apple TV be able to provide much sharper content to new TVs with a sharper resolution. Apple hasn't supported this technology before, but competitors such as Roku and Amazon have. We'll see the Apple Watch Series 3. A big code leak over the weekend revealed that the Apple Watch Series 3 is coming. It appears the same as the current model. Uh, it appears to look the same, so expect an updated processor and small tweaks unless Apple has managed to squeeze in some sort of new health tracking features. Look for 4G LTE connectivity, also apparently in tow. Um, and as I mentioned in Stock Talk, the hour that I do from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., sometimes I replay and I podcast it. Look for an eSIM card to let you pick your carrier as you go. Um, look for the release date of iOS 11, new software. Um, I've been US and iOS 11 now for about two and a half months, and it's got some nice features. Um, I particularly like the ability to toggle Wi-Fi and Bluetooth really quickly from a command center. I like the command center, the new command center. That's that little home button that you slide up. But rumors are the iPhone X and iPhone 8 are going to lose the control button, the home button. So how will it work? We'll find out. Um, also, I like the flashlight mode, which is better than ever. You can have like four or five different settings on it, from low power to high intensity. The iPads can be able to multitask better than ever with drag-and-drop support, the ability to run multiple apps side-by-side and a redesigned app tray. Look for Apple to announce Face ID tomorrow, which is going to replace Touch ID. Um, on the high-end iPhone X, this will allow users to register their face so that the iPhone X can unlock right when a user looks at it. 
Apple reportedly has new 3D sensors on the iPhone X. I wonder if you'll be able to unlock if someone's dead, hold up their phone to their face. Good question, right? I know you said you're creepy, Rob. Look for some new AirPods. Apple might not talk about this one, but code leaked that Apple has redesigned the AirPods coming. They're supposed to work the same, but have a new case that shows the battery life on the outside. Um, it's possible Apple doesn't make a big deal out of that at all, but I have AirPods and I love them. I love them, I love them, I love them, I love them. And uh, the fact that you could use Siri with them is kind of a wearable. Uh, very shadow wearable, but shadow wearable nonetheless. Uh, look for the HomePod uh, to be released, and let's see how long that smart home speaker takes to get uh, delivered, competing with the Amazon Echo. Um, having tested the Amazon Echo, it's pretty useless in my opinion. Um, CNBC reached out for more information from Apple, and no one's going to talk. They're in secret lockdown mode right now. But big event tomorrow, again, to use Buy the rumor, the last three or four months of rumors, and sell the news. Stock's up today. Will it be up tomorrow after we know what's coming out? Will there be any surprises to move it up and or down? Find me online at robblackshow.com, Twitter, robblackshow, YouTube, robblackshow. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Hello, hello. Everyone from England talks like that, right? Don't make assumptions. Some of them talking crazy cockney, which doesn't make any sense at all. It's 130% true. Teva this morning is soaring. I believe I could fly. I believe I could touch the sky. I believe it's one of the worst songs ever. But when you're talking about world of investing, it's totally a pro pro. Teva Pharmaceuticals, ticker symbol TEVA, up 12%. What did they do that was so spectacular, spectacular, wonderful, wonderful over the weekend? They named a new CEO. Success or failure starts top. Big important lesson in life. Whether it's top of your company, top of the companies you invest in, whether it's top of the 49ers, or your favorite football team, success or failure starts at the top. MasterCard, one of my favorite stocks. Ticker symbol Ma. Ma! I want a cookie. Uh, they got upgraded to buy from neutral over at Guggenheim. I will say this once, and I will say it again and again and again till I die. I would adopt Cartman if I could. If he were a real child, I love him. Right. Snap dropped today. Uh, dropped to a hold from a buy at Deutsche Bank. Oh, now, I don't trust. Snap. I don't trust anything the Germans say. It's just something that goes back in my heritage. Two percent part French. And the French will tell you, you can't trust the Germans. Right? Hey, come on in. Have a good time. Have a drink. Oh, you're occupying us. Oh, it's not quite what we we're expecting. What if this would be offensive to Germans to hear roll out the barrels? Is what we've turned your Oktoberfest into. I love the smoker laugh. That could be my favorite one. Tell me that doesn't make you happy. That makes me happy. Um, 
So what was the point of that story? There had to be a point. Please focus me. <laughs> Please turn me around and focus me. Um, oh, oh, snap. Deutsche, Deutsche Bank. Um, yeah, so not a good thing when you're getting downgraded. You know, you're still in that 100 to 200 day time period of being a, a new IPO where a lot of the bankers kind of said, we're going to turn an eye towards what you actually do as a business. If you do investment banking business with us, we'll make a lot of money off you. Um, so it's not good when you're getting downgrades like that. So the new iPhone X is going to have three colors. Dun, 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 dun. Are you ready for them? White, black, and gold. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to see five sensors on the front. An ambient light sensor, a proximity sensor, a structured light receiver, a front camera, and a structured light transmitter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's what you got. So we got that going for us. Chili's. If you find yourself this Valentine's Day at Chili's, which there's a painting class that you can take, take a painting class with your sugar booger. Do not go to dinner at Chili's. I'm going to try to save some relationships here. Chili's decision slashed its menu by 40%. Chili's or Applebee's? Just cook at home, please. Please just cook at home. Please. Now, all the divorce attorneys and divorce arbitrators are like, No, no, that's awful advice. I'd go to Chili's. Take your take head in Chili's. So Chili's decision to recently to slash their menu by 40%, it's a smart move for the company. Because if you've ever been to Chili's or Applebee's, basically, if you're on a road trip and you pull into a town and you could eat at a gas station, you could eat at a taqueria, which honestly is in the back of a gas station, and shares the same bathroom and a Chili's. You're like, I'm going to eat Chili's. I'm gonna it makes it. me mildly nauseous. You know, nothing makes you nauseous as much as it makes you nauseated. Americans use that term incorrectly. Um, you don't get toxic. You get intoxicated when you drink alcohol. Um, you get nauseated, not nauseous. And now you know. We need Blossom to come back and Joey Lawrence. Because we need more of those moments in life that are teachable moments. But Chili's is cutting its menu by 40%. This is a teachable moment. Because every casual dining restaurant does the same freaking fragging thing. So Chili's is a restaurant chain. It's owned by Brinker International. Ticker symbol E-E-A-T. Because it's ironic. It should be called something that comes out of the bottom of your body. Um, D-R-H-A. D-R-H-A. Would that be a good... I'm trying, people. I'm trying. So Chili's, ticker symbol is eat. And again, I find that ironic. They've got, um, they're cutting their menu uh, uh, basically to 75 items down from 125 appetizers, entrees, cocktails, and more. So in launched in 1975, it had a 25-item menu that included burgers, beer, and margaritas. The new reduced menu will give the chain the room to focus on its core menu of burger, ribs, and fajitas. So again, go back in time. You can find Peter Lynch. Uh, he's got a book. He's got many books on investing. None of them are going to help you because it was a different time when he was investing in the 70s and 80s. But he's like, my kids like to go to the mall. If you go to the mall, you walk around, you're going to see stores to invest in. My kids like going in Gap. You walk to a mall and you'll see Chili's is doing quite well. My kids love eating at Chili's. And Peter Lynch was great and he had his time. And I interviewed him once. And he was the biggest Richard on the planet. 
biggest Richard, but he was fantastic because getting him online was like pulling teeth. But once he was online, he was like, oh, yes, this market has seen World War One and World War Two. It's seen Korea. It's seen Vietnam. It's seen Gulf War One with Daddy Bush and George War, uh, Gulf War Two with Junior Bush. This market's seen high inflation. It's seen reflation. It's seen deflation. It's seen oppressors. It's seen depressions. It's seen, like, and he, he just labels this off. And uh, I've stolen that. That's part of my shtick now. Um, but he's like, over the years, you know, kids love chilies. And like many bars and grills, chilies... It was on consumer trends. The menu expanded, expanded, expanded. Um, and when you have that big of a menu, you've got a lot of food waste, which ties into margins. The casual dining segment as a whole is losing market share, suffering declines in sales and traffic. Much of that is due to the sameness of the menus and concepts like Applebee's, TGI Fridays, Chili's. By pairing its menus, uh, it's able to focus on core items that are best sellers and differentiate itself from the pack, so to speak. Investing in more, um, big ticker symbol on Applebee's is Dine Equity, ticker symbol D-I-N on Brinker International, and Chili's, it's EAT, E-A-T. I'm Rob Black. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW, and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. So this is how radio works. It comes out. It has a big weekend for Warner Brothers. About a creepy clown, Pennywise. And my radio bosses and all their wisdoms, like, Rob, you need to come with a financial clown. Hi, I'm Buckaroo. And I'm going to teach you about saving money for retirement. Ah, Okay, kids. Uh, I hate radio and TV at times. They want me to be a clown. They want me to, when screaming and Gordon Ramsay's popular, they want me to be a screamer. Now that a clown's popular, they want me to be a clown. Not going to happen. But there is a clown in your closet, children. Check tonight before you go to bed, but keep in mind, he's not in your closet anymore. He's under your bed. Who doesn't love a good clown? Um, I know the clown associate right now is like, we're going to boycott your show. We don't find it funny when you talk about clowns. So I was at a a seminar this weekend, and I'm like, Hurricane Irma and Hurricane Harvey, I love them. Everyone's like, why do you love them? like, they're killing old people. Hit Florida, go straight down the middle and wipe them all out, and let's let's ease up a little bit on Social Security and and Medicare, Medicaid, Medi-Cal. Um, let's, let's cut down on some of our entitlement programs, like hit the states with most retirees. I'm fine with that. You probably don't think I'm a very nice guy. You'd probably think that, but how else are we going to solve these problems with social security? Uh, you work for X amount of years and we're going to give you money till the day you die and you're living longer. Um, the United States credit rating shouldn't be a, it should be F it should be junk. Because we've been promised too much to too many people and we continue to spend. Now, again, some people think that's the role of government. I think the role of government should be to spend what we pull in in taxes. Uh, not in Texas, but in taxes. Um, I think we should, you know, say, okay, health, health insurance companies. You know, instead of making everyone give get free health care, let's figure out a system to help people who do need insurance. I don't need co-pays of 30 bucks or 20 bucks or 20% uh, doctor's visits. I, I would be more than willing to negotiate with my doctor on how much I pay for an hour of their time. 
but that system doesn't exist. So yeah, Washington's totally made things worse. My, I'm not, now, I, again, from a heart attack, woo, you bet I need insurance. I don't want to drop $100,000 to learn I was having a panic attack. So analysts are all saying that augmented reality is going to give the iPhone X the wow factor. And uh, Buckaroo the Clown likes this very much. He gives it two horn honks. Buckaroo. Thank you. The augmented reality technology in Apple's new iPhone, it's going to be unveiled as the iPhone X. Um, and a lot of people think this is going to be a game changer. Um, it's going to increase revenues from Apple services business, which include the App Store, iTunes, Apple Music, iCloud, Apple Pay, and more. Services uh, lined, basically going to benefit on the financial statement uh, from augmented reality and new innovation. So there'll probably be a new version of Pokemon Go, which is already an augmented reality app. Um, Apple released the iOS 11 operating system. It's going to become the largest augmented reality platform in the world overnight. So updating the iPhone X hardware combined with software updates set to be rolled out at the end of the month will likely allow consumers to hold their phone up to something and see something different. So like you can go to Ikea, take a picture of a couch, and then take a picture of your living room and put said couch in your living room and you see if you like it or not. Um, holograms are going to take over advertising, like things you've never seen before. Facebook and Snapchat, they're building augmented reality technologies in their platforms. I heard the CEO of Snap recently say that the dancing hot dog was the largest, what was it? It was the largest augmented reality star ever. Oh, today. snap. And that just is embarrassing to say out loud. Speaking of embarrassing, let's bring in CFP Chad Bird to save me on this segment. In the clown talk, Chad, what you got for me today? Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. You can find him, as always, at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Chad, we recently got into a discussion with a caller who was afraid of the markets. Mm -hmm. And that concept is funny to me because markets don't, like, intrude into your life. They don't chop down your door. They don't steal from you. And to be afraid of the markets tells me he's probably approaching investing with the wrong attitude. It's more of a gamble for him than an investment. Well, people get afraid of their emotions. So, I mean, you know, I've been in the business for almost 20 years, and you see large corrections. And, and what I've learned very quickly is people have very short-term memories. Um, every year, you tend to have three, up, you know, an average of three, five to seven percent corrections, and every three years, a 20 percent correction. And unfortunately, people invest with their emotions, where they think they can be smarter, and they think that timing the market really makes a difference. The fact is, is that. You know, every time you look at corrections, five to ten years out, the chart's going to be higher. So if you think you can time that and save money and be in cash with all of your assets, you're insane. The better approach is, is to be in stuff that, that you like. If the market conditions change and you're more of a slow-growth economy or recession, you go more into defensive things that pay more dividends. So the chart will be higher eventually. And why not along the way? Why not collect these dividends and continue to add to the number of shares so that when the chart's higher, you have more shares and you're a happier person? Um, so if you're sitting there with cash, the markets run up, and now you're sitting at all-time highs and you're thinking, well, did I miss it? Should I go in at all? You get this panic situation to buy. So then you go from a panic situation to sell now, now to feel anxious about buying. So for people that are like that, what they really need to do is have a dollar cost averaging plan where they say, okay, I'm going to create my financial plan. I need to know where I am in life. I need to know what asset allocation is going to get me to my goals. 
and then pick three to six months where you average into your portfolio. You do it systematically. On uh, I like to do it every two weeks, but uh, if you're doing it on your own, maybe you do it every month. And you, you don't let the emotions drive your decisions. You write your plan down on paper, and you build your portfolio over time, and you rebalance on at least an annual basis and stick with that. That has worked over the last 110 years. Nothing, no, I've never met anybody that times the market perfectly. Timing the market in retirement is imper- important only when you peel off your gains, but not trying to be in or out. It doesn't work that way. And that's why I like dividends, because when you invest in dividend-paying stocks, you get paid to wait. And some stocks you get paid 2 to 5% to wait. Um, so, you know, you've got to have a plan that takes the emotion out of it. I will say this, Rob, that the 2013 highs that we're seeing right now, I um, read an article the other day at Bloomberg that was talking about if you look at any other market high where the market gets to a high point and has trouble breaking through it over a period of time, if you look at the price to earnings ratio, the PE ratio, at other market highs that we've had since the 80s versus now, stocks are actually cheaper on a P.E. ratio basis. So, um, you know, right now, the, the proof's in the pudding in terms of companies being able to continue to grow their earnings. But it's not like stocks are outrageously expensive at this high. It's just that markets have a tougher time. Once they get to an all-time high, it takes a while to break through it. Sounds good. As far as... The opposite of that, where people, you know, see instead of the markets as fearful, they see the markets as, "Ooh, I can make a lot of money." Mm-hmm. I have to tone those people down too. Like I have to, uh, you know, ramp up and, and cheerlead the people who think things are evil, and I have to ramp people down who think things that are speculative. Yeah. Um, and and it, it runs deep. You know, Google's had an amazing run at a period of time, going from six hundred to eight fifty. And people forget last time they reported earnings, the stock fell ten percent. That's like be greedy when others are fearful. Be fearful when others are greedy, and you just got to temper your enthusiasm. Everything in moderation, even moderation. If you feel like you're pushing the buy or sell button based on any type of emotion, come back to it in 24 hours. Because I bet the next day you'll be able to find an article that makes you think the other way. There's always news out there. There's always Greek debt, European debt, U.S. debt. uh, You know, Lehman Brothers, whatever it may be. There's always something. That can make you either fearful or greedy if you read. Overall, how do you think greedy and fearful people end up on Wall Street? How do they end up on Wall Street? Yeah. How do you think it ends for them? In a sleeping bag outside of a building on Wall Street? I'm with you. <laughs> so just try to cut greed. And I guess that's where we came back to. The guy was fearful of the market. And I guess all we need to say is cut greed and cut fear out of your emotion base when it deals with investing for the future. It makes me want to find Spock and hire him because he had no emotion. It's interesting because one of the things that I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the Spock of money. Um, it's interesting. One of the things that I, I come back to again and again and again is uh, adjust, look at the time frames. I mean, I'd be afraid of not being in the market if you look at a 40-year market you know, chart. I'd, so anyway, I'd be greedy. You like, <clears throat> have to. And then, you know, in a historically low interest rate environment, you're going to have to deal with more volatility if you want to be able to invest and get retire- get to retirement. Yeah, I'm with you. Anyway, that's CFP, Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Yes, and I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Did you know that Americans are willing to pay increased taxes or tolls uh, for transportation infrastructure? And if that money, that's about three quarters of people, if it's dedicated only on that infrastructure, that number is 84%. America needs $1.44 trillion right now to spend on infrastructure next decade. We will be paying higher taxes for it, is my assumption. With that said, it'll also improve our economy. 
Nothing improves the economy faster than good roads and bridges and airports. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I consider myself to be an attractive-looking male. Do you see Miss Louisiana in the Miss America contest did ventriloquism with two puppets yodeling? Not so sure about that. But I don't need Miss Louisiana because I have an iPhone. Online daters judge each other by the kind of smartphone they own. So if you're a single woman, 35, you've tried Match, you've tried Tender, it may be that you have an Android phone. He's just not that into your phone. A new survey found that iPhone owners are 21 times more likely to judge others negatively for having an Android. My friend and my real estate... uh, Bud, Tony Mendez from BayAreaLoanSource.com, has an Android. I'm always like, how's living in the ghetto? I joke with him that he's got an Android. And it's horrible of me because I'm a money guy and Apple costs more than Android, but I'm all about the status symbol. When I see, when I'm at the gym later today and I'm on the, the stairs or I'm on the treadmill and I'm working out, I got my AirPods and my Apple exclusive AirPods, I know that I'm a better catch than the guy next to me who's got the wired headphones Um, that are all dilapidated and such. I know that my iPhone case, I take it out of my iPhone case. In large part, I want you to see that I have an iPhone that's beautiful and sleek and sexy like a Puma. I'm kind of a big deal. Three out of four Pumas make up 75% of all Pumas. And I know that when I'm... and 30% true. Running on a treadmill, I smell like a baby diaper. A baby diaper from a dumpster. A baby diaper from a dumpster on a hot summer day. But I have an iPhone, and that makes me more attractive to the other sex. And if you have an older model, Android, you're 56% less likely to get a date. And that may be pitiful commentary on our society, because we should be non-materialistic. We should love each other based on political viewpoints, religious convictions, fundamental ethical values. But no, 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 no. It's all about the iPhone user's snooty approach to dating. You know why? Very important. Because iPhone users earn higher incomes than Android users. Dun, da, da, da. That's the shocking revelation. So you can swipe right on me. Facebook's stealing the swipe, just so you know. Um, and yeah, they'll take a little shot at Tinder for sure. But Tinder's come out with a genius thing. For 30 bucks a month, you can find out the people who've swiped on your uh, profile. Which I think is pretty genius. Because let's just cut to the chase is the idea there. So that's the iPhone poll. While Android and iPhone users would rather date someone with their taste in gadgets, uh, they do agree that you know when it comes to first dates, bad grammar is looked on unfavorably by about 40% of people. If you've got crooked or discolored teeth, 37% will not swipe on you. If you've got unfashionable or just plain bad clothing, 35% eh, eh, loser. Nearly 15% of all adults who are currently dating would think twice about dating someone with a cracked smartphone screen. That is 133% true. Hmm. So, now I know people always like, is she breathing? I'm like, yes. Can you introduce me to her? I'm like, no. You've got a cracked iPhone. 
Um, your your social media profile is big into your dating profile as well. Um, if you are criticizing or complaining on Facebook, a lot of singletons are put off by potential dates who are too active on social media. This is profound commentary, in my opinion, because a lot of people are dating electronically online. And they don't like you to have opinions online, but they don't mind meeting you, quote unquote, online. So if you love Lauren, don't go to don't go to Applebee's. See earlier content to explain that line. 800-516-1220. Now, if you do have an iPhone and you swipe right on someone who has an iPhone, I've got something for you. And you're saying, what, 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 what? Please tell me tickets. Yes, I've got two sets of four tickets. So these aren't for the divorcees who have kids. These are for anyone who wants tickets. When you are um, a man, sometimes you wear... That's right. Pants. These are not just any tickets. These are WWE tickets to take your love to. It's a little bit too early to start talking about Valentine's Day, but it's never too early to start talking about your love of wrestling together. The WWE flagship Monday Night Raw is going to be broadcast from San Jose's SAP Center on September 18th. One week from today, this is your chance to see your favorite Raw WWE superstars live in action. See Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Bailey. Is that Bailey from my kids' soccer team? No, it's Bailey, Braun Strowman, Sasha Banks, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, the Hardy Boys, Cesaro, and Sheamus. A lot more Raw superstars as well. All you got to do to win a family four-pack is called 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. We've got two sets of tickets, maybe three sets of tickets. It's either eight tickets or 12 tickets, but all you have to do to win your family four-pack is called 800-516-1220. WWE tickets start at 20 bucks. They're available at Ticketmaster.com. That's Ticketmaster.com. Take your love to a WWE event. We're talking a Monday night date like no others, but the best part about it, it starts early in the evening. You can learn more about this event by going to kdow.biz, kdow.biz, or ticketmaster.com. Much to do, much to do. So it's four tickets to WWE Monday Night Raw, September 18th at 4.30 at the SAP Center in San Jose. Sign up for said tickets at Rob Black Show. No, no, uh, to get said tickets, call 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. No apocalyptic Irma. Are you disappointed or are you breathing a sigh of relief? Did you want to see the destruction? You can be honest. Swipe right if you wanted to see the destruction on your iPhone. So the insurance industry losses could be as low as $10 billion. They were expecting up to as much as $30 billion. Bitcoin has been banned in China. Ah, Bitcoin falling on said news. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, find me at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I love you. Give me some love at robblackshow.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.